Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy. And uh, joining the program today is me, again, T.J. Miller. Wow, it's so exciting. Whenever I'm able to get you, you know what you're called? You're called a get. Really? Yeah, you're a get. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I was saying that somebody... I tell my wife, am I the greatest guest today? He's a get. <laughs> I, I got him. Do you got say him. it like that? Got him. Yeah. You say it like that to your wife? I get pretty excited. Morning. Yeah. yeah. Seems yeah. like a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody introduced me on stage recently as a treat. I thought that was really weird. Because the first thing that popped in my mind is, uh, you know, the door opening in Halloween evening, you know, these hopeful kids. One's dressed like a ghost. The other one has this kind of a skeleton outfit, but it's maybe too big for him because it's a hand-me-down, you know. And then a little girl in a princess outfit with a little tiara. And then the, the Halloween's Eve, the parents step forward and they go, hey, kids. And they go, trick or treat, as is the custom on Hallow's Eve. <laughs> You know, and then they go, well, we've got a treat for you, TJ Miller, everybody. And then I come out and I go, hey, so I'm mostly working on new stuff, uh, you know, so I can't promise real consistent performance. But uh, <clears throat> this first joke is about craisins. <laughs> and, yeah, it's terrible. That's no treat. That's uh, not a treat. It's a trick. You're the living embodiment of Halloween. It's more of a trick. Yeah, that's true. I'm wearing my. I'm wearing my December pants today for no real reason. I, I saw I was I I was walking through your closet once. Were you? So, yeah, and remember I said to you. It's weird because I don't have a walk-in closet. Well, it's so that of, means you just had wedged yourself you against the back the wall and pushed through all the coats. That's yeah. why they were all over the well, ground sort of that like day. The, yeah, I mean I had coats and scarves all over the ground. Sort of day. like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I was just kind of hiding in there. Which hoping, one were you? Though? Hoping for something. Which one were you? I was hoping for something. Yeah, I think you were the a witch. secret door. But <laughs> I remember I said to you, I'll never forget this. It was very momentous for me. I said. What's with all the? You have a lot of clothing. I mean, do you need a hundred pairs of shoes? Do you need five hundred different types of jackets? And you said, "Catch, those are costumes." <laughs> I did, and, and I was putting on clown makeup. <laughs> but on one side, I was putting white. On the other side, I was crying just out of one eye, real tears. Hey TJ, hey TJ, I got something for you. Yeah, triple banger lightning round. Let's do this thing. Oh, this is always the triple banger. Part. Okay, here we go. Question one. What's more gay? Triple banger lightning round. Question one. What's more gay, being seen on a Segway or having sex with another man? I think having sex with another man. Because a Segway you can get out of. I was doing a tour. I had heard that there were a lot of outdoor sculptures and interesting <laughs> artifices. <laughs> but you get caught having sex with a guy. You can't be like, I'm on vacation. I'm touring this man's anus. I'm T.J. Miller. Uh... A real treat. <laughs> triple bagger. Lightning round. Question two. Question two. Triple hey, where banger. would you rather be a hostage? Red Lobster or Olive Garden? 
I mean, I gotta say Red Lobster because here's oh. what I, here's what I think. Oh. Here's what I think. Look, they're both both of them are shaking their heads. Here's what I think it is. Okay, you're nervous, you're anxious, right? You don't know what to do. There's a gunman. There's probably yeah. more than one. You can't understand. They're speaking yeah. in some Slavic language. You know, you think so it's racist. you so think racist. it's well, you think it's Russian, but you took French in high school because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Why would you take French in high school? You're going to be wanting to eat to abate your anxiety. You're going to be wanting to eat those cheese breads, right? The cheesy no, biscuits. That's just the point. At Olive Garden, you get unlimited bread. I don't think I'd so. I'd be happy to be that? a hostage You know at what? Olive After three of those greased up bread stick dicks, as I call them, <laughs> at the OG Olive Garden. Yeah. You know what the garden is? <laughs> a garden of seeping sewage. Okay. Come on, you got unlimited bread, you got unlimited salad. I think you're good. Who's eating salad in a hostage situation? How much situation? Do you want? At that point, I am eating just whatever they have left in the refrigerator for dessert, which is <laughs> terrible. By the way, if you eat dessert at Red Lobster, please, crab mousse, no thanks. I'll take a pass. Red Lobster, I'll take a pass. <laughs> Triple banger, lightning round. Lightning round. Question three. Would you rather subscribe to the magazine Miniature Donkey? Or Modern Drunkard. There is a magazine called Modern Drunkard. Both of Drunkard. them are real magazines. Whoa! What's Both the other one? Modern Drunkard yeah. and Miniature Donkey Magazine. Miniature Donkey. I'm gonna Why say would it. anyone have that? It is. I'm going to say, most people would probably say Miniature Donkey, but I'm going to say Modern Drunkard because I think the people publishing a magazine called Miniature Donkey probably think that they're really cute and funny and smart, and so they'll kind of try and... I bet the content wouldn't be as good. Modern Drunkard sounds like a man who is an, a real adult about his failings. Okay. He's very formal mm-hmm. about his his shortcomings. Would you accept a uh, post... Would you accept a cover shot from Modern Drunkard? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And here's what it would be. I would have just just tequila worms all over my body. I'm just bathing in a bath of tequila worms. And then I just have an empty bottle of Jose Cuervo with a small flower. And on the end of the last petal of the flower would be hanging a raspberry. Nice. Nice. I bet we have hundreds of tens of uh, listeners. And I bet (laughs) Modern Drunkard people are out there. So spread the word. TJ Miller wants a cover shot. I want to get on the cover of Modern Drunkard. To all you out there, we do know actually we have gotten the, uh, the ratings in. And there are 24 listeners, and they are all in central Wisconsin, actually. So you guys should get together, have a barbecue. You know what I mean? Something informal. Mm-hmm. Everybody brings mm-hmm. something. Yeah. That way no yeah. one you know, is stuck with all the yeah. food duties. Get together. That was your triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Time now for Where Were You? Sponsored uh, by Prell. You know, I was just uh, you? I was in the Chipotle parking lot. You're so literal all the time with this Well, question. here's the thing about it. You know, I just recently came from the parking lot, and it's too small. Chipotle's a very popular place. The, the, a lot of their parking lots are smaller than normal. Yeah. That's it. That's And uh, that is a hard line. Yeah. I am not stepping back from that position. You know what? And I have held it, and I've talked about it, and I will sing about it. So don't you know think what? you don't know. Save that for tiny opinions. Okay. Even though that's a little bit too big an opinion. Yeah, to warrant being a tiny. Opinion. Well, I got a fist fight on Wednesday about it. You know about that? Yeah, in the Chipotle parking lot. You uh, yeah, time yeah. to spread out. You guy comes over. Guy comes over. Parking lot is so small. You can't throw a haymaker. Exactly. What is it? You got to work the jab. What is it? You got to bob and weave. Oh, I see. You mean a real full swing? 
Yeah, a haymaker. It was small. You know, I did. He walked over to me, and he said, hey, do you know where? And I go, it is a very small parking lot. How can you disagree with that? And I hit him in the face with my elbows. It's an elbow shot. Pup, pup. Yeah, yeah. Pup, 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 pup. We're going to be talking a little bit today about uh, celebrity. Mm. Uh, kind of a loose topic. I was in the Bahamas, <laughs> and... Uh, you do. You sound like a guy on the radio sometimes. Yeah, I'm starting sometimes to turn into that. It feels so real. I'm starting to turn into that. It's <laughs> becoming real. You know that I don't leave this uh, studio anymore. No, I yeah, just kind of listen yeah. to myself talk. I was just in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the Bahamas. I was in the Bahamas, and uh, I think this put it all in perspective for me. There was this huge fish tank. I was, I was doing shows at this uh, Atlantis resort. There's this huge fish tank with this rare, like, manta ray. There's only, like, two in captivity in the entire world. And it's swimming in this big tank near a restaurant. And Rob Lowe was sitting eating dinner in front of that fish tank. And hundreds of people were taking pictures of Rob Lowe as this fish swam by. And no one even noticed the fish. There's only one in captivity. It was just Rob Lowe. Just Rob Lowe. I mean, is, it was that crazy that Rob Lowe was having dinner? That's such a crazy thing to take a picture of? This majestic creature. For that manta ray to get some attention, Rob Lowe would have had to jump into the fish tank. That's true. And force himself upon that manta ray. You think? Yeah. And <laughs> even then, people I would think... have said the manta ray was asking for it. <laughs> you know? I think. With the way she was swimming with that dorsal I fin. think if he really jumped in there, he yeah. wouldn't have to have sex with the manta ray. You don't think so? It still would have it's attracted enough, It's enough that he's near it. Yeah. If he okay. could give it a hearty hug, that'd be a great picture, by the way. How much would that be worth? Rob Lowe riding Lowe, a manta ray? Rob Lowe hugs a manta ray. Yeah, or rides it. That could get a cover of Drunkard magazine. Drunk and modern. Modern drunkard. Drunk it down. Yeah. But th- that put it all in perspective. I think our. I'm actually, our, you know what? I'm rescinding my offer to be on the cover of Modern Drunkard, and I'd like to be considered now for the publication on the cover, of course, of Miniature Drunkard. <laughs> and those are the teeny tiny drinkies. Take thimbleful of gin until they go. Bleh. What's the most of those little, uh, those little hotel shots that you can get? You know, those little. Yeah, on, a, on an airplane? Yeah. I think, you know, it depends. You got to tip on an airplane. If you're really going to drink on an airplane, you got to tip. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't sort of be stingy and say thank you and just pay them for the drink. You got to give them a couple bucks each time. Then when you get about to five or six or seven, you know, you order two at a time. Then you kind of give them a big tip. You give them maybe a ten. And then you go, hey. What do you got left in the dark colored category? <laughs> <laughs> I've never flown with you. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna do that. You're not gonna do yeah, that. You decided fly with you. Uh, and the Bahamas, they had a, a, a. My shower had eight different heads. Uh, Is that true? Yeah, I've been yeah, in one of those. Been in one of those. I spent the whole trip in the shower. Uh, it was like uh, it was like getting a, a hand job from an octopus. It was. Well, that is it real. was really just that's just a, loving a tendrils, and rough just hand jobs. Yes, no, it, it was it was like the just loving tendrils caressing my my ball sack. It was like from all different <laughs> angles. Seriously, I spent the entire trip in the shower. I uh, couldn't wait to get back there. I'd be on stage. I'd be like, I gotta go get the octopus. Okay. <laughs> you gotta get back to the octopus. Meanwhile, of course, you never explain it on stage so people are like i like that comedian it just 
did you, did you think it was weird that he kept saying, I, I need the octopus? That, is that like a tagline? I don't know. Did we miss Debbie, the first you part said, of the show? Debbie, Debbie actually said that she thought it might be uh, a tag. What was it? A catchphrase. Debbie, <laughs> Debbie knows. Debbie's had too many Mai Tais. But she said catchphrase, but I didn't get it. I, you know, he always said, I got to get back to that octopus. <laughs> And then you start selling T-shirts and say it. And people are like, I don't know why I'm buying this. Is so yeah, you, have you experienced those? Yeah, I've showers? been in one. I went in one, and there, you know, the, there's one where there was, it was all very hot, and the different. I don't know. It was I forget the hotel, but it was it was a communal one, you know. So you you go in there, and it's part of the spa service. <laughs> it's a communal. You eight, can't go eight, in there with a bunch of different people. But I would think that would be the funniest place to make love. The eight-headed eight shower? Headed, just to try and have sex while you're being sprayed full force from eight different directions. When's this going to end? How far can it go? Is, is, could, there, could you just be surrounded by... Could there be... Showerheads? Yeah. Yeah, you could be you in a room. Go to 20 or Here's 30? the weirdest one. A room just made of showerheads. Listen, you go into you go in the middle. it. You're actually standing you on showerheads. You have to wear. They're all connected yeah. at the bottom, and you have to wear like a oxygen mask. Yeah, you do because you're so going to drown. <laughs> Then it fills up. It's the whole room fills up with no, water no, no, eventually. No, 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 no. The whole room. It's got to be the showerheads come up on these pipes, <laughs> this piping, and so the water, as soon as it goes past the other showerhead, falls down. So it's actually it's almost like an orb in the center of a larger room, and you you know you get into it, and your feet are on showerheads, yeah. it's shooting into your. So even your your toes and the yeah, bottom of your everything. feet are sprayed, and it all goes at once, and it's the worst experience of your life. No, That's the only awesome. thing we guarantee. No, I. I see it where you're, uh, you're in a You think it would be great? Oh, I would do it. Oh, I'd do it terrible. right now. You'd die you die immediately. You could an amusement park. You could do yeah. it. You could have it be in a special, like, spa. A spa. Okay, you have a little room, okay? And you're wearing oxygen, so then the, the room fills up with water eventually. So you're actually, you start, and it's empty, and eventually fills up with water. And then they open the shades, and people look at you. And people, like, walk by and look at you. I don't know. So I think and then be- Rob Lowe jumps in. I think it would be terrifying, right? Rob Lowe's in there. Does it become a jacuzzi if it fills up and they're still spraying? It becomes a jacuzzi. It's all bubbles it does. at that it point. Does. It yeah. transforms Good point. Good point. I hate your version of it, and I think it's terrifying, and that's my position, <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. They're too small. There's no room to park. At the hotel, they were doing uh, eight-minute meditation. Oh, uh, I love that stuff. And I was telling Matt, I mean... Um, would 10, I mean, eight minutes seems so random. Would 10 have been, would you just have been too relaxed? Right. I mean, is that something to be... You almost can't I mean, get off of the couch. Yeah, I mean, and is six not enough? Are you, were you just not going to quite... Six. Did, they, did six, they study it? Six, you sort of do micro drift-offs for a second and go, yeah. I remember how relaxed I was. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You, yes, this is your daughter. It's a daughter. Yeah. I think people think things are more profound when you add a number to them. You know, seven... Uh, minute abs. Seven minute abs. Seven uh, techniques for highly effective uh, people. Right. Uh, Ten nine, nine drinks for the Ten. modern drunkard. Ten uh, things you can't do to a dog. Ten things you can't do to a dog. That's a great book. Yeah. And it's if you a, add a number more to it. It's of a it, pamphlet, really. Yeah. Self-published. Well, it's available on my website. Yeah. Uh, Eight-minute meditation mm. for people who only have seven minutes where you extend it out. Right. So, but you add a number to it, it gives it credibility, and that maybe we should do that with our show. I want to do, uh, I want to do something called, uh, called four minute abs, 
for the for the the people that can't do seven minute abs. So <laughs> it's, a, way it's actually a four minute version of send seven minute seven. abs. <laughs> this is four minute one. You yeah. know what it's called? Seven minute abs in four. Nice. That's for what it is. Don't have the time. And it's just a guy. He comes out and he's totally naked. <laughs> he says, "You're now going to watch me take a shower from every angle." <laughs> And it's a gag gift, obviously, but it doesn't do well, and I've been sued because I didn't get the rights to the man. <laughs> being We're going to move it along. You're listening to uh, Cashing In 93 Times with T.J. Miller, mm. and uh, we're going to move on to uh, Essential Questions of Human Nature, oh, one of my favorites. It's, it's so great to be here. Segments. I really appreciate it. It's so great to just sit down with an old friend and, say, and just talk. You, I, know? you know, what's nice is sometimes... I, I you know I, I just feel very fortunate that sometimes you'll have a, if somebody drops out I feel like uh, you call me more I don't know if I'm the first person that you call but whoever is in front of me that's refusing to come in I say thank you yeah now there's there's been some cancellations but I'm always happy to you're a get so <laughs> I love that you say that and I love uh, that you say that like that yeah it's it's exciting and um, it tickles, essential man. questions of human nature we're going to talk a little bit more about mm. celebrities I'm going to ask you a question I think when actors die early. Or any type of uh, artists, uh, they re- reach more credibility, you know? Oh, I think, yeah. And, and here's the question. If James Dean was still alive, uh, would he be a modern-day Judd Nelson? <laughs> I mean, very similar career paths at the start. I mean... Let's say Judd Nelson died after so uh, let's say Breakfast first, Club. So Judd, yeah, yeah. So Judd Nelson is, would the, he be is the hunt from Breakfast Club. Would, would people be like, oh, my God, Everybody. Judd Nelson? And I'm not putting I mean, down Judd Nelson, by the way. No. I'm actually putting down James Dean. <laughs> because he only did, what, three, uh, three there is a weird. It is weird that some iconic people die early, so you never really see them outside of what their your image of them was mm-hmm. at, in their prime. They sort of die before you see what happens after you're in your prime, um, which is especially helpful for people like James Dean, who are sex objects, right? You know, Drake, okay, Usher, yeah, for instance, Erica Badu, <laughs> for instance, Bieber, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, I'm a Billy Bieber. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 yeah, I think I think you do. You reach a higher state of fame by dying. It, even Chris Farley, who I think was one of the biggest losses to comedy ever, <clears throat> you know, because he w- had the potential to do such interesting types of films, I think. And we never saw what he could do. Um, you know, I, I think it, it sort of brings you to a legendary status. It does. It's like it's, uh, you know, it is. It's sainthood. It's a modern-day sainthood because we live in this weird culture of celebrity worship. And so in America, you know, we are all like, we aren't like, my patron saint is Robert. But my patron saint is Genesis. And then they fight each other because the other guy's like, what, whose name is Genesis? It's not even a name. <laughs> yeah, dumb right it is. And they fight each other. But so, you know, there's this probably. thing of like, yeah, it's like if when Marilyn Monroe dies, she sort of becomes this object. She's a poster on a wall. She's and a She look. was already She's, on the downside, right? No, she died pretty pretty young, man. She really did. Elvis did not. That's one where he still died, but we saw the whole decline. Yeah, too much. If he had, if Elvis had died, and a lot know, of people think, uh, you know, Jim Morrison died too early. I think he he extended it out an extra month or two too long. I mean, he an extra had, month he or two. Died, <laughs> extra month or two. If he had just shut that thing down, I mean, if if he had known what we know now, because you don't want that footage of him sort of fat and bearded at the end and kind of confused and disoriented, drunk. If he just killed himself off a year earlier, I think it would have really helped us. 
a tough one, though. You know, it's tough because, you know, first of all, what does he care? No one, I don't think anybody should really care about their legacy outside of what it can do for humanity when you're not there. <clears throat> but it doesn't matter. He's dead. Well, it doesn't last Once you're long. dead, you're not like, it doesn't last wait, long. what do people think about me? You're just dead. It doesn't last very long, no matter what you do in your you career. It lasts think 100 think, years. Yeah, 200 at the years. most. Think of what percentage of people under 25 or 20 yeah. really know who Johnny Carson was. But that's, you know what it is? That, uh, comedy especially, but everything is sort of ephemeral. That's the nature of life. It's all kind of cyclical. So you can extend your notoriety for a few hundred years, but in a thousand years, yeah, no one is going to be like, have you heard... And then they don't talk because they can telepathically say cashing in with T.J. Miller episode 11. Right. Which this is not. Because he's not talking about this one. This isn't a great one. But 11's... You should listen to 11 if you haven't heard it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Mm. Um, it's like a spacious Chipotle parking lot. Someone that we're talking... Can I say this there real quick? Yeah, so, okay. I'm not going to interrupt you on, on well, my show. I will say this. I mean, I, I'm sorry. No, it's your show. You're running the ship. But you're my cherished guest. Uh, cherished. That's a weird one. You ever had a man say, I cherish you? That's a uh, tough one. While riding a Segway, that would be nerve-wracking. That would be the toughest, especially yeah. if you're on the front of the Segway. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no double Segways, but, are but there? you're bending There's down. No. See if you can imagine this. You know what they should do a Segway? He's, he's on a Segway, and then you're holding on to the handlebars, but you're sort of squatting, and your feet are on I'm, his feet. He's in front of you. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm picturing a sidecar. Oh, I it. think Segway should have sidecars. Just a smaller segue <laughs> that you kneel on. Just a kneeling segue. <laughs> We're coming up with some inventions. I thought this was going to be a celebrity episode. This is the inventions like episode. A, celebrities. Here's the thing about it. I do feel like, um, you know, there is that sort of, that's, that's one of the negative things about celebrity for celebrities is that you're sort of seen in this way that leads you. You know, I, I don't really. I've never experienced this really, but I can, I sort of have seen a, enough of it to know that you know Britney Spears. At some point, you begin to go crazy enough to shave your head, of course, because everybody has this image of you, and you 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 the person and you the celebrity entity separate at a certain point. You're almost watching yourself from a third person, like a dream. So you almost feel like your whole life is a dream because you're you're looking at you interacting with other people and pe people's opinions of you and what people say about you and pictures of you in magazines saying like, this guy's the worst stuff like that must be just absolutely terrifying. I think that's why some people are driven to early deaths. You know, I think yeah. the drug use and all that stuff is sometimes can be a response, you know, a malformed response to that sort of bizarre shift in reality once you cross over into That's real why celebrity. you want to become a celebrity when you're old enough to handle it. Absolutely. That's and why. you want to. You can't control it because no one can control That's their right. fame. It's a little too early for me, but I think when I reach a little later in my life, I'll be able to really I think when you're in your mid-70s. Mid-70s when you want to happen. Up. 85. What, I, I want to talk about people dropping names. I had a friend or acquaintance recently that that said I I shot I you backed I it off from same, friend. You're like I'm about to say a bad story, but well, I better take this down to a quince. <laughs> he uh, we were riding our segways, and he turned to me and he said, "I go to this. I go to the same bank as Edward James Olmos. No, now yeah, a bank now, name drop. And I wanted to say, is that? I mean, is your light shining brighter from that bulb? Like, is that? 
I, I don't understand. I think every Sounds like time, that guy's always bragging on the way to the bank. I think. Bragging all the way to the bank. <laughs> Listen, Anybody? I no think friends? anytime you drop a celebrity's name, you kind of make yourself seem a little smaller, don't you? Because you're kind of saying I'm less than that person by dropping their name. I mean, I think it's not, it never works. But sometimes you think it relates to the, the story. You know, sometimes I'm guilty of it because I'm like, oh, well, this is the thing that this guy said. It does enhance a story. Then it happens. But sometimes it's like, well, my friend Ethan Suplee has a thing. It's like I would say my friend um, Dan Telf in Denver, actually, I would say his name, too, but he's just not a celebrity. So then that that's still name dropping. What I like to do is I get to get like to get mad at people for dropping any name. Not a celebrity, nothing, whatever. Just so anybody goes, hey, this is my mom, Carol. I'm like, we get it. Okay? We get it. You were born of her loin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Carol, I'm TJ. <laughs> huh, did you make the crab dip? I heard that, and it is good. <laughs> I just French kiss her. <laughs> okay, this is a little bit of a, a, a shift in this topic, but it just reminded me, and I've had this argument with my wife. When you're describing somebody, forget about dropping their name. If you say, like, that guy, you know, when you're telling a story and you say, so this, uh, you know, this black guy, he, uh, you know, did such and such at the store today. And it's not relevant that they were black at all to the story. Isn't that racist? My wife's like, you know, because she's really racist. But (laughs) she's not. But. But she's like, no, it's just part of your descriptive thing. I'm like, you could say tall person. You could say anything. But you usually don't say tall people. That's where it gets blurred. If I just, it's racist. My wife's dad has constant. Every story has to do it. So this Mexican guy fixed my uh, car. This black guy walks over. He goes. He also is from a generation. Sometimes really hard on our parents. Generational. Like, hey, cut it out. And it's like, well, when they grew up, their parents were like, you know what I hate about Mexicans? Like, it yeah. just is such a different time each generation. I mean, our kids are going to be like, Dad, okay, they're not black people, all right? Yeah. They're simdofides. Yeah, we're not that We're not that far away from hanging. <laughs> <laughs> that one got mad. Simdofides. We're not that, like, far removed from hanging witches. So I guess we should just remember that. As a society, I know how far, far away. How, how long Not has that it been? Far. How long a, is it? How long has it been since we've been doing I, the witch uh, thing? Cash? My, my family's doing some kind of search on our history, and we had a witch in our past and was hung. Really? Yeah, I have a witch uh, ancestor. So aunt yeah. sister. I have a, a witch sister. A witch. She was aunt black. Sister. She was black Hispanic. Black Hispanic. It was kind of a triple. You mean witch. a Zandofrine? Yeah. It was. It was. <laughs> Here's my question to you about dropping names. Do you think people dropped Jesus' name a lot? Like, dude, I was hanging out with Jesus at this winemaking seminar. Seminar. And, uh, <laughs> I'm really drunk already. They're I was all, they're out all from the, northern Louisiana. I can't even say seminar because I'm so drunk. We yeah. were getting hammered, me and Jesus. Do you think people dropped Jesus' name? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, you mean modern people? No, people back then. Because I think it would be, I mean, back then, yeah, if you knew Jesus, you probably, because he was super famous then, right? If he's even a real person. He was huge. If you banked, if you went to the same bank as Jesus, you would have mentioned it. You would say, Jesus does my chicken. You'd have that on your fucking uh, bumper sticker. Uh, right before you shot a guy. Jesus did the coolest gay. miracle. It was called the uh, Octa Shower. The Octa Shower. He put it all together. Connected all the dots. I think it, I, I think there's got to be some crazy religious nuts that are that name drop 
You think there are religious nuts who say that they can talk to God who kind of bring it up a little too much? Drop its name. You know, they're like, yeah, they're like, the other day. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah? Oh, you guys were... Uh, oh, oh, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Bowling. Yeah, I haven't been bowling in a couple years. You know, I was talking to God uh, yesterday and the day before. It was sort of a two-part conversation. But uh, I just, you know, I said I wish that everybody could have the opportunity to go bowling. And he just kind of said, well, you know, you are, you know, are, you are my next of kin, my next prophet. So anyway, next time you guys go bowling, give me a shout. <laughs> He's like totally alienated from his friends. I, yeah, I think there's got to be people that are like that. Because you're, if you do talk to God, keep it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, you you got somebody to talk to about it. Hey! Hey! T.J. Miller! Questions of human That's nature, my, and that was T.J. Miller. That was T.J. Miller. Hey, and now, I need the octopus. Let's, uh, you know what it is? What are we going to call it? The octo, What is it? The octoshower? The octajob? What is it? The octajob? Uh, yeah. You mean the octopus hand job? Yeah. We were talking about the shower cash. Oh, I'm sorry. Ugh. Uh, octojet. Octojet? Octojet. Octajet orb. That sounds like a, a, a the octajet plane. orb. That sounds like a, a plane with eight wings. My version is the octajet orb. Your version is the octajet piece of shit idea. Bread We're going to move on to uh, what hurts. Bullshit breadsticks. What hurts? What? Um, my throat. I actually just had to text someone to bring me my steaming device because my throat has been giving me the pits. It's from a lot of yelling. And a couple of toka smokes to try and choke the bloke. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Al Roker? Moving along to tiny opinions. <laughs> tiny tinies. So, tiny, so small. Tiny opinions. Now, this I think I've told one. you about this, and I think maybe on another podcast we argued about it. I just want to throw out really quickly yes. that I do think there's only a finite amount of fame spots. I know this is my favorite theory. I love this it's a finite amount. Love, this is called of fame the Cash spots. Levy Fame Spot. Levy, it's Levy. Fame I think you should theory. know that. You've been on my show at least three times. I've been on, yeah, three fame now. Spots. There's only a finite amount of fame spots. Yeah. You have a special magical power to score <laughs> from the fame spot. You have an obligation if you get married to step aside. I just wanted to throw that out. We're not even going to talk about it. Just want to throw that is not even a tiny opinion. That is a real, that is a truthism. You have That's an obligation truth. not tiny to get truth. married, you said? You have an obligation to either, or if you're going to get married, you step down and give your fame spot to someone that will use it for what it was. How do you step down? You kill what, yourself. No, you just step down. <laughs> you become not famous. You step out of the limelight. You know, it, to some extent, uh, uh, you know, Paul Newman did that. You know, he just started to get in the race car driving thing. Step aside for the young buck that's going to use that fame spot think for Paul Wells. Newman it's was purpose. sitting there like, you know what? I think I'm done doing movies because I'm not fucking strange pussy. <laughs> so I'm going to take me a little ring-a-ding ride around there. <laughs> The track. Why? Why are you talking about it like he's John Wayne? You know what? Because he was. He was the John Wayne of his generation. <laughs> you know, just sort of a slightly earlier generation. So I, I gotta say, I think the reason you're saying that is because you've never had sex with a girl. That's it. You can end it there. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, I think. You know, I haven't. Look, I'm not. I am not famous. Um. But I have, you know, I've had occasion to have sort of physical instances with women who were probably into me just because they thought I was famous. And it's not, it's a pretty empty 
sort of thing. I'm not big on casual sex in general, though. I gotta say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mostly because yeah. I have a tough time getting all the soldiers into the canopy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know what I'm talking about with that one. All right. It's not a very big canopy. Well, let's let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's you, an article for Modern Drunkard. Because you could, you know, might yeah. be some correlation. Soldiers not getting all the way into the canopy, <laughs> all the way in. That's my big problem. <laughs> the metaphor is, is that so an expression mixed. you just made up, or is that something you've? No, heard? it's just a mixed metaphor. Okay, yeah. you know the old saying about uh, soldiers on the on the plane. And then you know the old saying about uh, a canopy in the canopy is worth two in the canopy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I think <laughs> I think I think you're now. I'll change the topic now. I do want to probe deeper into this. The soldiers in the canopy. Well, here, here, we. I just. I think you're wrong. You know what really helps? You know what helps? It's a totally empty pursuit. It really is, and 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 it's and it's a weird thing. Have you ever tried six minute sex? I, I, you know what? I did the four-minute version of it, and it's just masturbating until you're frustrated <laughs> and then stopping. That's what it is. That's okay. six-minute sex and four. Right, right. I, I snapped in <laughs> my own. What kind of douchebag snaps at his own thing? Get it? I always make fun of catchphrases, but I sort of have my own. One of them is, I only do this around personal friends. You know this. One of them is, uh, I go, you know? Yeah, I haven't seen you do that. Well, you know, I've known you for quite a it's while. It's really only around close friends, and by that yeah, I mean I my, my uh, I Irish. Think this is funny when people go, "I do that all the time." It's like, no, I've, I've known you for years. I've never seen you do that ever. I hate when people go, "Hey, I do that." You ever heard someone say yeah. that? Hey, I do that. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> then do it. <laughs> Don't tell me about how you do it. And that's a lesson for people who are frustrated in their careers. Also, I've got another tiny opinion. Uh, don't don't ever uh, date a girl uh, that rides a horse. Mm. I don't horse girls. My girlfriend, okay, and this is this goes into the celebrity topic. It's so very wealthy, sure, very wealthy girls. But but horse chicks, and I don't mean girls that just ride a horse. I mean girls that own a horse. The princess girls, uh, they never pay for anything, ever. They expect that you. Uh, well, their horsiness defines their entire being. Like they will bring up that they have a Can horse we just enjoy in every conversation. For a Let's just enjoy horsiness. Uh, every five minutes, they're bringing up their horsiness. Uh, did I mention I have a horse? Can you? I'm going to have a uh, order. I'd like uh, some spaghetti. It's not a horse talk, but it's but, just as bad as. But uh, my horse eats spaghetti. Everything is about the horse. It becomes their entire being. Two horses uh, eat becomes, spaghetti. Uh, I slept uh, poorly last night. I slept like a like a horse. Like oh. every single yeah, that I probably went too far on that one. Um, I still don't. But but they're, and they, and they think the horse loves them, and that's mm-hmm. really upsetting to me too. The horse doesn't love them. Well, this is an argument I've had several times in the last little while, and that is, people. Do, how do you feel about dogs? Do you think dogs love people? Um, more than horses. We're not riding dogs. The only person that <laughs> hates the horse. Uh, I mean, the only person that, you know, I, I, I lost my train of thought. The, the horse doesn't, <laughs> the horse doesn't understand things enough, but I don't know that a dog. The only people that hate horse chicks more than, uh, than, than me is the horse chick's horse. I mean, the horse hates the horse chick. There it is. Okay. That's what I was trying to get at. And one more thing. This is the, this, this is going to blow your mind. You need that octopus. Okay. One more thing. TJ Miller, guest of the century. Here's what bothers me the most. The horse can take this huge horse dump in the middle of the trail, right? Now, dog owners, they clean up after their dogs. 
No, right? They, they clean up after the dogs. They have bags they walk around with. The horse owner, it will take a huge horse dump right in the middle of the trail as big as a dog, and they don't clean it up. That shows how rude the horse chick is. I mean, do you I brought up some good her to carry, I brought up some good Do points. you expect her to carry a shovel and a satchel? Because that's the volume we're talking about. Second, I do want to apologize for interrupting you before your Hughes horse dump. My huge horse dump. No, but you said Hughes at one point. All you think of was the a Howard John Hughes. Hughes or Howard, Howard Hughes. Hughes. Howard Hughes. When you hear dump. Hughes, you think Howard. When I hear Hughes, I think John. You say Howard, I say John. Howard. John. <laughs> Glad yeah. we started that out. I thought that was great. <laughs> you have nothing to say about my horse chick theory. Here's the thing. I've dated a couple of horse chicks in my life. Mm-hmm. Hell, I dated a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing ever happened between us because that's illegal. But we had a great time. We saw You've Got Mail in the theater. Now let's <laughs> I think horse girls, yeah, you, it's a tough thing. You, If you own a horse, you're, you're, the rest of your life is weird. Just don't tell everybody. Yeah, you don't have to and bring don't it up. Don't let your horse but take no a huge one, horse But no one down. has ever said I slept like a horse last night. I went too far. But it's just, I, I want to know, what, what does that mean? I, you slap standing up and occasionally slapping at your ass because there's, <laughs> because there's gnats flying about. Horses are dirty. One of my friends has a horse. He's like a horse guy jumping. So he's always around horses. He's a professional horse just, jumping it's guy. It's such a sham. People say, horses like to be ridden. No, you don't see them saddling themselves up, riding each other. Why don't horses ride each other if they like it so much? Well, they don't have the technology. And you know what the great thing was? Horses for the, you know, thousands, was bragging thousands, too. thousands of years. I go bareback. I go bareback. I think I you were also dating a do. braggy girl, though. I go bareback. Her horsiness may have been My affected by her me. bragginess. I slept like a horse. That's not a real thing. <laughs> what does that mean? I slept like a horse last night. <laughs> Practical living in the modern age. Oh, We're going to move this along. Section. Yeah. We're going to move along to practical. Now, this is, again, loose, loosely based. Uh, topics uh, about celebrities. By, yeah. I, I think it's important what your name is to become more famous. It becomes the band. You have to have a good, like, if you're in a band, you have to have a good band name. Well, but some bands have terrible names, and then you listen to them anyway. That's true. But I think some names are Blue hurt. Oyster Cult. I, I, I like Blue Oyster Cult. That's a terrible I name. Think, I don't think so. I like that. I really? Don't think so bad. I don't think it's so bad. Okay. There are I was the thinking, Beatles. Well, that's okay. a terrible name for a band. Uh, We're the Beatles. Let me Listen give you to something it. worse. Don't think about them. Let me give you Just hear the word. The Beatles. You're thinking of crawling little Beatles. Some people would, would throw in the beat. That's, you know, the, that aspect of it. The beat. Like, that's uh, only because you knew that. No, I don't think anyone ever told me that. The Rolling Stones is a good name. That's a good name. Yeah, yeah, it's but, spelled. The spelling gives it away, right? Yeah, I, I think you're wrong about this. I think this is about as bad. Your argument here is me saying that girls say I slept like a horse. I think you're just trying to get out of the girls slept like a horse thing. I, possibly. Let me say. And I don't want a Beatles a dead horse. I'm TJ Mellon. Good night. And then I turn into smoke, but I still have to get out of the room. But I don't have any hands, so I'm like, open it. You guys open it. Uh, I'm smoked now. Did you open it now? <laughs> I'm smoked Please now. Please open it. That was I'm a great comedian. exit. And my catchphrase is, it's a perfect exit. <laughs> hey, um, they might be giants. That's a, that's that's one that I I feel like that's a cop out. Like make a commitment. 
uh, make it, you know, just are you or are you not giants? Okay. Are you or not? What if it was, you didn't like the Beatles? What if it was, uh, what if we were the Beatles? That would be a lot worse than just the Beatles, right? What if we were the Beatles? Or the Who? Maybe. The Who? Maybe. You know, I quite possibly could be Elvis. I mean, these are good. These who, are not, the, they the might who. be giants is the biggest cop out of any band name. I don't know about that. What name about a the, worse band name. Turkey Dick. <laughs> That's not a band. They're a punk rock band in Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> You're they, trying to win arguments by just cheating now. Listen. I don't want to Beatles a dead heart. Remember when I said that? <laughs> that was your high keep point. Doing it? Yeah. We really should have shut it down. Yeah, I'm past right the prime. I should have died at that point. Yeah. I should have died right after the Don't Beatles a Dead Horse. Yeah. Remember when T.J. Miller went on that podcast, uh, uh, cashing in with T.J. Miller? He had a just, record of it. He had a great line, and then he died. And that made instead, people realize he's the best comedian instead of all, all time. They, and instead, all they say now is, did you hear right after the Beatles a Dead Horse thing? He really went downhill. <laughs> and he sounded fatter, and he sounded like he had a beard, and he sounded disoriented. Yeah, but let's go to the flip side. What if no one liked the, the joke, and then you died? People are like, you know, he was a great comedian. It's too bad he closed, so we, he didn't close strong. We closer. You don't want to close with that closer. Beatles joke. That's why I want to videotape me blowing up in a bomb explosion. That's how I'll go out. Nice. I like it. We're okay. going to move on to the maskers now. Mm, yeah, this is where people, uh, people ask us some of the world's most essential questions. This, of course, is the section Ask the we're Masters. Gonna, uh, we put that together to make us. Uh, by listening to the Maskers, we're going uh, to pistol whip the world's mysteries into submission. Okay. That's what we're planning on doing. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay, our first question for the Masters. And remember, you can always throw a at not TJ Miller, throw me a mention with the question, real questions. Real answers, real boring. Hashtag maskers. M-A-S-K-E-R-S. That stands for Ask the Masters. We understand that it could have been asters or other better ones, but it's, it doesn't have anything to do with a mask. We're not wearing masks. Stop talking about it. <laughs> We're not wearing masks during this section. Our faces are as bare as the day we were born out of our mother's... <laughs> whoops. What happened down? Down. First one. What if a doctor said that, right? Uh, right Justin the Ross <laughs> says, how come TSA doesn't allow my LOTR, that's Lord of the Rings, swords in my carry-on, but let my mustache go through unchecked? I think you're, you you got to buy better Lord of the Rings swords. If your mustache looks more like a dangerous weapon than the swords you're buying, I swear to God... You gotta buy better sports. Yeah, but maybe this guy's must take it the different way. Maybe this guy's mustache is really formidable. He is. You can see it. Can that, really? He has yeah, a picture of it. Yeah, He's a, is it Guinness Book of World Records type thing? I mean, definitely not. But it's a real handlebar. It's pretty pixelated. Maybe that's his skin. He actually sent you a picture of his mustache. Oh, that does look dangerous. Yeah. Okay, so then there you go. You so, could kill a person with that I mustache. I mean, because you got you got some a, red burn. Because I guess because mustaches aren't traditional. You know what? You could pick a lock with that mustache. You could. You could pick. You could get into the cockpit, pick a lock. Get into the cockpit. You could. You just go straight to a September 11th reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what security's for. God, like, hates- I'm getting really insulted. 
um, about security because they're not really stopping me or even they don't even care about me like that. It's almost like I'm impotent. Like they don't fear me <laughs> at all. That they, oh, you don't think I can hijack a plane? Like they're. I've been ignored the last like six or seven times to a point where it's almost embarrassing. Like this guy's. You got to grow a mustache. No, he's completely. This guy has problems getting horses into the tent. What was it? Canopies into the grave. He can't even get the canopy in. No. Up. Soldiers into the canopy. Can't get the soldiers up in the canopy. We're not going to worry about that guy. God hates nags. Asks, what's it really like to be on the microphone side of a podcast? Mm. And we like this question because what it. do people think it's like? Because you're saying, what's it? What's it really like? To be on the microphone side of the podcast. And that implies, like, is it true all the drinking and the drugs yeah, and the, the nudity in the podcast yeah. world? You know, the pod stars. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a real pod star lifestyle? Yeah. Is it everything we picture? Are people really snorting cocaine out of an elephant's tusk? Yeah. <laughs> an endangered elephant's tusk. <laughs> an endangered. Um, I mean, what do you think it's really like? Cash, obviously, you've had this show for how many? How long? How many years? How many years have you had the show? It has been at least two or three a year months. Now. Yeah, year two or three months yeah. of a year. Okay, but it's been pretty. It's pretty exciting. I don't know what they're picturing, um, so I don't even know how to answer that question. Well, that's great, and and one of the things that you'll love about Cash and I is we can improvise on any subject. So except this one, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say here's what it's really like. Yeah. Just picture this right now. We're in an office somewhere in California. It's just three guys. One of them's drinking naked green machine juice. Three guys, one naked juice. One's got a smart water. Smart water, one day to make it They've happen. They've all got phones. And each of them are fucking a woman in prosthetic makeup with one of the other guy's faces <laughs> over hers. Uh, you tell me, what's it really like? It's the best. <laughs> I think that's the maskers. That'll pretty be the maskers section. That's the maskers. We're going to finish up with uh, Tickling the Oracle. Uh, yeah. This is always, these are the real questions. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of people say, I'm asking the real questions. What's that woman's name? The angry bulldog of a woman? On on TV, the blonde Nancy Grace. Mm. She's always. I ask the real questions. I'm out there asking the real questions. Well, first of all, the real question is, what the fuck happened to your hair? For reals, <laughs> lady, get your shit together. <laughs> You've got money. Go to someone who can help. <laughs> That's the real question. That's what you're taking out of. But Nancy we're Grace. asking. There's so the many reasons. Just, there's so many reasons. Just like Nancy. I don't Grace. care about and the fear mongering. <laughs> you don't care. Or the perpetuation of a culture of fear. She's the most mean-spirited person in the history of television. You're like, what's up with the hair? Jesus. She looks like an elephant got hit in the face with another elephant. <laughs> she looks like a horse took a dump, dump. on her face and then dragged her <laughs> through the sand for six hours. She looks like, and she took an she looks shower like a and dead it, guy posthumously <laughs> took a shit on a living orphan. It's terrifying. Her head looks like people were beating her with sacks in the middle of the night. Sacks of bones, altos, all of them, and then one tenor to the jaw. Sound treatment, right to the uh, jaw. Um, I would fuck her though. Let's <laughs> oh, be honest. In Come a on. heartbeat, right? In a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. Does true? Uh, the last question now. Do we have free will? And uh, I would. I would say that. Uh, 
I would say, you know, uh, obviously not. Uh, or I wouldn't have ever done the Sweet River Just Saloon that. in Santa Rosa. <laughs> Like, uh, if I chose to do that a second time, that gig, uh, years ago, then I must not have had free will. I think this is a tough one. There's definitely no fate in the sense of, like, it was fate. Now, free will, though, implies that we could at any moment choose to do anything we wanted to do. And I will say that as a student of psychology and a professor of absolutely goddamn nothing... (laughs) I will say that there is there is a theory that you're sort of conditioned in a way growing up that plus your genetics leads to every decision that you make. When you decide if you're going to get gas right now or when you're at the gas station, if you're going to go eat a Reese's peanut butter cup, it's all there's so much working on such a micro, micro, micro level that we don't even realize that everything is kind of predetermined in terms of when you meet a girl, the way your relationship is going to be and all that is already determined by who you are and how you've been conditioned up to that point. And that's why I, every once in a while, will eat 70 Snickers ice cream bars for no, at <laughs> no given point. I'll pull over on the way to a goddamn funeral. <laughs> that is true. And I'm sorry, Aunt Rita. <laughs> But you weren't even in our family. You were a next-door neighbor that we called Aunt. And I will pull over in the middle of going to a funeral, eat 70, just shove them into my face. A lot of them I don't even eat. I just push them into my mouth, and they're spilling all over the front. And then I leave, you know, $300,000. Or no, I'm exaggerating. I leave about $20 to say sorry that I made this mess. But I do that quickly, and that proves that I have free will. And that, ladies and gentlemen... He's cashing in with TJ. Thank Bella. you so much for having me on the program. Oh, it's so great to have you, and I think that was a great way to close the show. That's something we didn't know about you. I know a lot of your fans check in. They didn't know that you shove uh, 70 uh, ice cream sandwiches in your face. And that is not an exaggeration. It is 7-0. Seven, 7-0 zero. Seven, seven. Zero on, uh, on the way to a funeral. It kind of makes me uh, hope that I die before you do. And I was going to say, though, I hope that the listeners have felt that this podcast uh, could die right now. Both of us could die. We could stop the podcast because, in a way, I think we did get to our perfect point. That's right. That's my catchphrase. Now leaving Nerdist.com.